Initializing recap. You're Michael, right? No, my name is not Michael. My name is Mikhail. We're looking for Cassie. Well, I think what we need is to find a Voltaire recruiter. Let me tell you, that train, that ride to the top is going to stop right here if you keep looking like that. I'm sure you've heard of Voltaire. I believe someone mentioned him. He is currently the the man in charge. He just kind of came out of nowhere and took out Lionel Lux. He was the previous leader of Surf. So he made the entire, the previous regime just completely disappear. Do we have anything more? Were there bodies found? Literally nothing was found. In the course of a night, Versacord did not exist. Every crew has a sponsor from a boutique. So you gentlemen are going to have to go visit Fashion Alley. Can we have clothes? You looking for cloche? I am Anula. It is so absolutely terrible to meet you. Acknowledgement? She goes over to the sign in her window and she says, What do I put in shine? Um, what about dubious dandies? Is it too late to make it daddies? <laughs> oh no, dubious daddies. Can we dubious daddies on that screen? She sighs and flicks a switch again and it changes to dubious daddies. Suddenly, a group of three android women, all dressed in leather cat suits, say, Well, who do we have here? All right, I want to keep ignoring them, but I want to amp it up a little bit. I want to go and wait for public transportation. The three of them see what happens with Durin. They snap their heads over, and you and Merrick have disappeared. <laughs> and then they look back over, and the three of you are getting on a bus, as the three of you have won your first pose off. Recap complete. Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. And what might that be, Dane? Are you ready to rock? Hmm, I believe so. Are you, wait, are you ready to rock? I'm ready. I think I'm ready to rock. I'm just waiting on the bus, boys. <laughs> uh, more importantly, are you ready to roll? Yeah. Well, you know what? Are you ready for some beautiful audio? Oh, I dropped one. But yes, thanks to our friends at What the Dice Podcast, I am ready to roll because I just cracked yeah. one of the dice sets they sent us. For a second, I thought you were opening a bag of candy, and I was like, <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> this is going to be good up the yo. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be the worst episode where I just munch the entire time. Because I know you're, you've are you got a penchant for, for chewy gummies, so I'm just going to like- love. Listen. I love my chewy gummies. Just you smacking your chops the whole episode. So I'm glad. Oh, don't get me wrong. I am doing that too. Straight up thought it was a bag of chips. <laughs> no, it was a bag of dice. Don't worry. Which which one did you open? You know what? I got my partner to choose because I it was it was too much for me. And it's like the pink one. I feel like it's appropriate for the podcast. Actually, yeah. 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 As I mentioned, uh, our friends over at What the Dice uh, realized how cursed you guys are rolling and uh, sent us a, a ton of dice, like 15 sets of dice in an effort to uh, to let the dice gods bless our boys. I also think that was because I made the shameful admission of only having two sets of dice and garnered a lot of support and a lot of hate online. Um, our most popular post. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they were like, now, now you have 17. 
Although I will share the wealth with the boys. Don't worry. I can't believe you hid that from us. So, boys, where we last left off, you had successfully won your first pose off against the crude kitties. You got sponsored by uh, a shop. You're in whole new digs. You're or digs? No, that's usually like a place. A whole new outfit. Um, you are now threads. Uh, you are new now drip. drip appropriate. And oh. uh, uh hmm? and you are now heading back to Michael Malibu to report and see what he uh, has figured out about uh, your situation, how to maybe locate a way to meet up with Voltaire. Yeah. Yes. What's the drip bus like? (laughs) Like what's the vibe on this bus? It's weird because there isn't really public transit. No one really knows how this bus got here. (laughs) Duren seems to have just willed it into existence with such a powerful presence that someone saw it and was like, that guy's waiting for a bus. I should, should go get a bus. Um, So it is it is a party bus. 100%. There are stripper poles. It seems like you're sharing this with like at least two bachelorette parties. Um, <laughs> it's it's not a public bus by any means. You guys are like being handed glasses of champagne. Uh, one of the bridesmaids is like twirling on one of the poles. Um, someone is definitely crying. There's at least like four or five of them crying. It's a good time. <laughs> Is, is it a good crying or a bad crying? It's a bachelorette cry. Yeah, okay. it's a bachelorette cry. Cody doesn't know whether to try to twirl on a pole or to console someone crying. He's torn because the pole looks fun, but this poor girl looks really sad. <laughs> well, unfortunately, both of those things will probably have to wait as the driver pulls up to Mission to Malibu and opens the door and says, this is your stop, I think. I don't know how I know that, but I'm pretty sure this is your stop. Thank you, Damien. You're welcome. I'm so glad we bonded on this ride. Uh, you're friends forever. I'll never forget you. And he gives you all very big hugs. Uh, Cody hugs him back real hard. Uh, yeah, you guys are you guys are back at Mission to Malibu. <laughs> this has been a strange, like, six-hour period of Merrick's life. <laughs> like, what we've done and what we've achieved in this last 24 hours is truly bizarre. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to be done with this place. Yeah, uh, I, I walk I, into... So bad. <laughs> I walk into Mission to Malibu, but, like hesitantly because i'm worried that there's going to be another evil vending machine that crits me twice (laughs) well you're lucky um there isn't but however um you see uh jenny has uh come up and is currently at the bar with uh mikhail and they're they're just kind of chatting uh I, I had for them. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and as you guys approach the bar, Mikhail, you catch Mikhail's eyes first and he drops his drink and his, his, his jaw drops open and Jenny slowly turns around and you can see she's trying to stifle a laugh, but Mikhail actually seems like genuinely enthused and he gives you that same sort of like, he takes a step back and, and gives you a hard look over and he begins circling around you and he's like, gentlemen, I, I understand that I did say you wanted to go avant-garde. You took that to heart. You look great. You look fucking great. We did a, a whole catwalk. I would hope so. Yeah, I believe we were successful in what we set out to do. I just want this to end. Is Jenny <laughs> in like a big crazy costume or is she just rocking her usual? Nope. She's just in what you saw her in the other day. Now, do, do we know enough to know whether she'd be just so cool and well known that she'd just avoid it all? Like, would people know who she is? Give me a culture check. Oh, first first dice roll. Ready? Yep. 
natural one, eh? Yeah, it's a natural one. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Guys, but everyone here knew who she was. What the dice? What have you done to us? <laughs> oh, was it the new dice? It was the new dice. First roll, it's a nat one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Cursed. Thank you so um, much. Cody, you don't recognize Jenna. You don't know who this is. <laughs> 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 she's, she's slightly changed her clothes. She's in like a, a slightly different... She's got a jacket on, and you have no idea who she is. Is it wrong of me to assume that she would dye her... Uh, mohawk different colors like regularly no her her red mohawk is kind of like a, a signature staple ah, okay yeah it is it is a a defining feature of her uh, cody's like who's your friend jenny looks, oh god it just like kind of looks around and is like a musician i'm a musician oh, you're, you're a musician this- uh, that's it joke it, a joke haha <laughs> hi hi Hello, Merrick sighs very deeply. Um, Merrick, you see Lustin behind the bar staring at you. Like, <laughs> just just glaring at you as you are now currently also in a Hawaiian shirt that is open, yes. showing off your your abs. Is there <laughs> lust in his eyes? I don't know. Merrick stares back as the FU flashes on his fancy face mask. <laughs> Lustin sort of tilts his head up for a second in recognition that, okay, all right. But you can tell he's not not impressed (laughs) with you right now. Uh, Merrick is an astaire that's trying to indicate, hey, if this whole adventuring captain thing doesn't work out, I'm coming for your job. Roll me intimidation (laughs) checks, please. I will do. Are we about to start a bar fight? Um, No, that's going to be a 24. Damn. You see him sort of take a step back and avert his eyes, and he just goes back to to, to making drinks. Uh, Merrick whispers to himself, that's what I thought. <laughs> Jenny is, uh, she's sipping a beer and says, so it's, uh, I'm glad to see you're making quick progress here. But uh, I just, you know, just want to come up, see, see how you guys are doing. Uh, any progress, any developments? Well, step one was fit in on the drip, and uh, I think we've just begun that. Step two, I think, is try to find one of those Voltaire recruiters. Okay, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I Look, I know I'm being unrealistic here. I literally hired you uh, a few hours ago, uh, you know, last night. I'm just, I'm getting a little impatient. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting a little anxious, and it has nothing to do with you. You know, I'm just, I'm worried about my friend. Um, and Mikhail walks over and puts his hand on her shoulder and uh, says, well... Darling, it's very good news that I have some ideas for you. And I'm going to, y'all are the professionals and I'm going to leave it to you. But, you know, like I said, I was going to, I was going to poke my nose where, where this beautiful nose doesn't belong. And that is in the business of people who would probably kill me. But here are my suggestions. You have, the way I see it, four options. First, you fuck with Voltaire's shit. You go into his clubs, cause a problem, uh, do everything you can to the point where he wants to deal with you personally. Now, this is, I would say, the most dangerous option because we're pretty good at that one. Yeah, that's more like our speed. Yeah, this does sound in our wheelhouse, but also like death. Yeah, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. All right. The second, fuck with Voltaire's competitors and maybe earn uh, a bit of favor that way into the point where he might want to thank you personally. The third, and what I would say is probably the safest, but also slowest, 
work your way up the ladder with the pose-offs and try to make a name for yourself as a crew. Also, by the way, did you name yourselves? Do you have a crew name yet? Oh, you know it. Of course we have a crew name. Yeah, of course we do. We're the dubious daddies. There it is. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Yeah, you did it. beams. (laughs) You did choose those words together in a sentence. (laughs) You could see Jenny slightly regretting her decision, maybe, (laughs) as she turns around and gets another bottle of beer from, uh, from Lustin. Look, Jenny, I understand that we very much do things in our own way, but have faith in us. Look how far we've come in a matter of hours. Some might say we're dubious. And that's the part that isn't in our wheelhouse. We're about to start fucking shit up, which is what we're very, very, very good at. Yeah. What's the fourth option? So this is a little bit, you know, on the down low, and I I don't know how much of it is true. It is more sort of part of the rumor mill up here, but people like to talk in the drip, and it's usually got some, some grounding in truth. And... It seems like Voltaire's grip on the drip is slipping. All right. So who's stealing that drip or that grip on the drip? (laughs) His drip grip. Yes, the the slip, the slip grip of the drip. I'm glad you all picked up on my my wordplay. His influence is beginning to flip. Yeah, no. Okay, here's here's the situation. (laughs) Hold on. Let me sit down and take a sip. (laughs) Oh, there's a wire in the ground. Don't trip. We'll stop. I apologize. He kind of gets closer to you, even though there's no one in this bar right now, except for those of you that you know. And he says, someone has been causing trouble in Voltaire's clubs, much in the way that I just suggested. And that usually results in Voltaire sending a fixer to eliminate that problem. However, the fixers haven't been showing up, or at least they're not doing their job. So either someone is beating the fixers to the punch before they can complete their task, or Voltaire's run out of fixers, or can't hire them, or something along those lines. But a lot of the Voltaire clubs are complaining about constant disruptions, and usually that is met with swift retribution from up top. And right now, that ain't happening. When you say disruptions, what do you mean? Things that really kind of put a damper on the vibe and draws away business. So there's there's kind of an unspoken rule of no blood spilt in the drip. So things usually don't get violent here. And and we try to keep it that way. We We like that down in the bazaar. Up here, we tend to solve our problems the way that you've seen them be solved. But these guys are starting brawls. They're making a mess. They're smashing shit. They're overall just kind of ruining the vibe of the clubs. And like I said, driving away business. And if, you know, Voltaire's clubs start getting the reputation of, oh, you might get, you know, punched in the face or bottled in the the face, that's kind of currency up here. And no one's going to take that chance. So in my eyes, this individual or group of people causing disturbances uh, we have two options with them, and I feel like this is this will be the way to go. So it's either the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and this person agrees to help us, whether to get us in or to just cause so much havoc Voltaire gets involved. But if that plan goes south, we capture them and we turn them into Voltaire ourselves. And that's kind of, yeah, that's the way I'm thinking. If, if something has happened to these fixers, if you were able to uh, solve that problem, Voltaire 
might be quite happy, especially with the, you know, the the reputation that he's getting down here in his property. That seems like the most straightforward plan that is in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. We're good at punching. But again, like I said, this is all speculation, all rumors. This could all be a, a, an elaborate ruse and just propaganda put out by the corpos that are too afraid to engage in him directly. So take this with a grain of salt. But, you know, I, I'm just laying out your options. You can choose what you want to do with it. But there might be more or less to this than I know. Any particular clubs that have been hit? Voltaire has five clubs on the strip. Those are Museum, Catalyst, Chrysalid, Dominion, and Slurp. <laughs> Slurp? Slurp? Yep. Okay. All right. Capitals with an exclamation mark. It would be. So Museum, Catalyst, Chrysalis, Dominion, and Slurp. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, who, where do you guys want to go? Once again, we're, we're just going to have to go check it out for ourselves. Well, if there's rumors, we can probably just listen and find out, where those, uh, find out what those rumors are actually saying. If I remember correctly, didn't we see someone getting thrown out of museum? So is that a place to we should go to museum to get info on him and then check one of the other bars? Or does like or should we just cross museum off and go somewhere else? What's what, what are some of Voltaire's uh, competitors? I'm curious. Um, pretty much every, everyone, yeah. Yeah, pretty much everyone on the strip. Um, but like he's got the like techno dancey vibe down, and he's sort of like the premier spots on on that. But there are sort of like much grungier, sort of like metal rock places, and the main one of that vibe is called the Chum Pit. I've got a feeling our that gentleman we saw earlier getting kicked out could be a regular at the Chum Pit trying to take down Voltaire. Is my gut reaction. There's a lot of options. I say we start with Voltaire because we are dressed uh, right now for dance club vibes. I feel like if mm-hmm. we walked into a grungy dive bar, uh, we would stick out like sore thumbs, which would normally be the opposite. I say we go to Slurp. How many exclamation points are after Slurp? Uh, just one. Okay. It's a classy establishment, Terry. Yeah, you're right. But my bad. Uh, yeah, let's just go to Slurp just to check it and get the vibe. Like a part of me almost wants to go to museum to see what, why yeah. that guy got kicked out. Because if museum might be a good starting place. Seems like they had it handled, though. If it was something that Voltaire would need to send right. fixer, surely the bouncer couldn't deal with it. Yeah. How about True. we mm-hmm. let's go down to museum. Don't go inside. Let's walk around to see if there's a fight or something happening. Mm-hmm. Are these places like near each other? I mean, like everything on the strip is pretty close. Like it's yeah, okay. all like the strip isn't that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's all sort of like five minute walking distance tops okay. between. Because like it's possible we could just either find our party bus friends and cruise around or just stand on the street until we like hear a commotion. And then all we need to do is figure out, do we want to go in and help Voltaire or do we want to go in? Uh, it's okay, Cody. We have a secret weapon. Merrick gestures at Durin. And his flannel onesie, we have the greatest new fashion icon. Oh, no, please. No, no. <laughs> man, no, no, that's not what this is. Bachelor, bachelorette parties. We'll just take him with him, show him off. Everyone, I think, knows about it. I need a pose off in order to summon a bus, all right? There's nothing. I, I don't do. know. Those, those, those bridesmaids are all over you, buddy. I don't know what to say. In Ireland, so like our nighttime bus is called the Nightlink, which kind of sounds like Lifelink. So... It's just like as if your new ability is summoning buses. 
How do you feel about this, Darren? Doesn't matter. Let's go. Yeah, okay, yeah. Wait, we need him to put on another dress? No, I think the flannel will, do, will be enough this time. I think the flannel my general disinterest is what's getting everyone's attention. I love that you're so reluctant, but keep killing it. <sighs> That's what fashion's all about. Cody, I think just like either we pick randomly and go around or we wait and see if we can hear a disturbance like on the strip. Yeah, that's too Ratman for me. I feel like we should um, be more proactive. So I I feel like just doing a a loop around museum to see if any enforcer did show up and then we'll hit up because it sounds fun. All right, let's do it. Museum. Okay. Yeah. uh, You guys head to museum. Give me perception checks. Okay, guys. That's the second that one in a row. Oh, same dice? Same dice. Oh, my God. What just the? Keep, f- just keep rolling with it. Just keep going with it. You're committed. What the dice? <laughs> That's the bet. Um, they got us. After one more roll, I'm going back to my other dice. This was, this was the plan all along. Yeah. That's a 13 from Eric. Okay. Uh, nat- tw- I failed. So <laughs> 20. Unnatural. Dirty 20. Thank you, Duran. Cool. I'm just trying to find the bus. Cody, you're just, you're, you're so overwhelmed by the amount of like, there's so much stimuli here between the signs and the ads and the costumes. And like, just all of it is just too much. And you're just sort of like wide eyed, taking it all in Merrick. You're, you're sort of like, you don't really notice anything out of the ordinary, but as you pass an alley beside Mm -hmm. museum um, or not beside museum, but like a couple, a couple buildings down from museum during you see leg or like a foot, sticking out from under some trash bags is okay are the trash bags an outfit <laughs> good question you know what on the drip you never know but with your okay. perception check it looks like someone has put a bunch of trash bags on top of someone i'm gonna i'm gonna elbow uh merrick uh, yeah. as we're passing by and kind of like nod towards it mm. i'm gonna roll a sense motive is it fashion or is it a, a knocked out man natural 20 Natural 20. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm so distracted. I just keep walking. <laughs> I will say with your natural 20, Merrick, you can tell that not only is this not fashion, that person is dead. And this was an attempt to hide the body. Okay. Let's be as inconspicuous as possible. We're just going to, cause I know how, I know how this is going to go. We're going to walk into the alley. We're going to check the corpse, going to turn around. It's going to be enforcement saying we did the murder. I'm at um, the door to museum. Actually, uh, Merrick leans in. Um, <laughs> Co- me and Cody are going to pretend to have a cigarette in front of this alleyway. Dur, can you sneak down and check out that body for me? Yeah, I'm at the door to museum. I didn't notice any of this. Cody, Cody, I need a smoke. <laughs> I think oh. I, yeah. I like pull it out of my lapel pocket and hand you one. Cool. Let's just stand here and stare off into the distance looking cool for a moment, okay? <gasps> my favorite thing. Just like we practice on the ship. And I pull out a cigarette and like lounge like a fucking rock star against the thing, but I don't light it because I learned my lesson. All right. I guess I'm going to be a sneaky boy and head over there and investigate. Yeah, please. All right. Oh yeah. 21. Amazing. Yeah. You managed to, with the, with the cover that uh, Merrick and Cody are providing you, you're able to easily uh, slip down there unnoticed and yeah, you get it's So there's a, a large dumpster and then beside that are all these pile up bags and you see the foot sticking out uh, through it. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's check, check the body, I suppose as uh, carefully and as stealthily as possible. Sure. I will say, because you're not being observed right now, you don't need to worry too much about rolling. Um, You move some of the bags out of the way, 
and you see that it is a uh, a human wearing a blood letter armor, that red cobbled together armor. Oh wait, are the are those the lads that were kind of like eyeing us before? But they don't yeah. like shit. Uh, the leeches or yeah. whatever. Yeah, oh, they were no. the mercenary group that uh, okay that threatened you guys earlier. Shit. It's not any of the ones we recognize, is it? You don't recognize this one. Um, okay. Also, with uh, it, you don't need to do a check for this because it's very obvious. Uh, they have been shot square, like right between the eyes. Ooh, okay, okay. Is that the only wound that I'm seeing? Yep. Shit. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to do here before I sneak back with the info. <sighs> Any um, data pad that I can grab? No. It, it, like whatever this guy had is is gone. Okay, then I'm going to I'm going to slink back over to my lads. It's um remember that mercenary group that's been eyeing us for a while. Mm-hmm. It's one of them. Oh, well, that's good. Can we assume that that's who Voltaire is hiring to to enforce? I, I have a weird thought. Um, what if someone's replacing the blood letters? Just a weird thought. What do you mean? By killing them and taking their place? Yeah. Just it. I don't really have anything to say yes to or to confirm this. It's just a weird feeling, especially just shot in the head and left in an alley. It feels I, weird. I, I feel like anyone with the ability and mental prowess to uh, achieve such a task wouldn't just hide a body with garbage bags on top of it so messily. You're right. But it's, a th- it's an idea to keep in the back of our heads just in case. Surely someone would have heard about this heard this gunshot like if violence is even like throwing fists is so scary up here surely a gunshot would make waves well, i'm assuming oh, there's just true. loud music playing everywhere dang or something like that yeah i mean like it, it's practically like the strip is a smaller version of mardi gras like there are parties everywhere mm-hmm. the music okay. from every club is blaring uh but to be to be fair you probably would hear uh, a gunshot most likely like if it was if it was particularly uh, like a normal gun, you you would probably hear it. Did it look like he was killed down the alley or moved there? Um, I'm assuming moved there, if I'm guessing. Um, I will say you would have noticed that like he was probably killed there and then hidden. And what the museum is near this place, right? Museum yeah. is like three doors down. Mm. So our greasy friend from earlier. They sent someone after him, and once again, he took care of it. So I'm, I'm assuming earlier we had the chance to see the person in question. Uh, yeah, I mean, you remember what he looks like. Yeah, for sure. He was like a he was a human who was just like just looked like an absolute dirtbag. He wasn't really like in drip, uh, you know, persona or, or or in like drip outfit. Um, mm-hmm. He he didn't look completely stand outish. Like he didn't look like you guys, and he didn't look like he was from the bazaar or whatever. But he wasn't fully invested in the pageantry. Yeah, so like passing, but not much more than that. Exactly. Hmm. Well, what if this also gets pinned on us? Because we had words with the blood letters, and they've kind of been following us. So I've got a feeling we'll be dealing with them sooner rather than later. So that will just come I mean, to pass. We could just ask them when we see them. Yeah. Okay. How about well, we go for a drink at Slurp to collect our thoughts and get away from the scene of the crime for a bit? Sure. Is that okay with you, Darren? Hey, uh, I'm along for the ride. Cool. Yeah, you you make it to Slurp again. Like it's it's across the street and like a couple doors down. The facade of it is this orange pink building with these uh, vertical strips of of neon lights, and the doors are 
in between a, a wide open mouth and <laughs> there it like the the carpet that you you walk on looks like the tongue and Amazing. then it actually like folds up and like over providing like an overhang over the door as well so you can't even like walk the full length of it it's just sort of like the entrance of it so there looks like this big 3d tongue outside of this this bar and uh there doesn't seem to be much of a lineup but it doesn't seem like uh you know the people are are going in uh pretty regularly and there seems to be a a, a bit of a buzz about something to do with this bar as well um, I'm going to try perception check to hear what they're talking about. Sure. Yeah. Okay, 16. Uh, yeah, you hear people being like, are you sure he's here? I, I, I'm almost positive that they said it was here. Ooh. Who's here? I, I walk over. <laughs> um, <laughs> this sounds exciting. The two people look at you with, like, disgust, and they're just like, don't talk to us. And Okay, uh, you wouldn't have known anyway. Um, that gets their attention. The guy turns around. He's like, okay, look, it's Bryce Wade. All right. He's here. Supposedly. Fuck. You probably don't even know who that is. Okay, whatever. And he, <laughs> uh, he walks into the, the bar with his buddy. No, that's a 10 culture. Uh, I'll, I'll go back yeah, to the boys. In team <laughs> culture, if Cody mentions the name to Merrick. It's Bryce Wade, apparently. Hmm. I don't have anything in culture. I can't help. Bryce Wade. Yeah, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a little something with with an eighteen. Um, you recognize the name Wade as one of the like big names of the, the one of the corporations of Wade Enterprises. Uh, checking out comp- competition. Wade Enterprises. Okay. Bryce Wade. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, no, oh, it's no, no. Rat man, motherfucker. Why did I see that? Is he the fucking rat man, motherfucker? <laughs> What happened? Nothing. No, you're right. No, we don't know. Hey, as characters, we have no idea. Anyway, who cares about Bryce Wade? He owns a company, but maybe he's competition. Maybe he cares enough to give us a hand. Yeah, maybe. Either way, there's a buzz. And if I were looking to fuck someone's shit up, I'd I'd fuck it up where there's a buzz. I will. I will also say uh, with with your culture check, Merrick. A lot of the Voltaire is the only person who gives a shit about things in the the drip. Uh, A lot of the corporations don't have they don't have like holdings or property down here. So so Wade Enterprises is mostly like a tech company. Oh, so why the fuck is Bryce Wade (laughs) here? Anyway, let's. We could just go ask him. Well, okay. All right. As you guys are approaching the door, they fling open and these two huge Vesk guards wearing uh, they're they're in like white tank tops with a with that same sort of like mouth with the tongue out, almost like the uh, like the Rolling Stones logo, Mm -hmm. um, except it's got like this big tongue. They're wearing these white tank tops with that and these like really short, short, like neon blue, like hot pants. And they're dragging out that same guy that you saw before. And they drag him out and they throw him on the ground. And the bouncer says, uh, like one of the guys at the door looks at the guy who came out and was like, look, I think that's his last chance. And the one who threw him walks over to him, grabs him by the neck, holds a device up against his bracelet and it beeps. And he says, we gave you plenty of warning. And they go inside and the two bouncers outside close the door. And this is the same guy that got thrown out of museum, right? Correct. Mm. So he's like on the ground right now. Yep, he's like getting up. He like you know. 
I reach out a hand to help him up. Merrick's through the armor, yeah. As he's getting up, he slaps it out of the way, and he's like, get the fuck away from me. And he begins just sort of like staggering down the, the street. You're having a bad night, friend. You're about to have a worse one if you keep running your stupid fucking blah, 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 blah. I can't, I just can't believe that this drunk man pulled off a one, one shot in the middle of the forehead kind of kill. Do you say that out loud? <laughs> when he gets farther down the road. <laughs> You're just letting him go? Well, we'll follow him. Yeah. But what about Bryce? Oh, I do really want to meet Bryce <laughs> so very bad. We could just talk to this guy right here before he leaves. Hey, you, d- dude. Uh, are you talking with the drunk guy? Yeah. Uh, he ignores you, and he just keeps, like, staggering down the street. Second bar you've been kicked out of tonight. Uh, and he turns around and he says, it won't be my last either. And he gives you the finger and begins continuing walking down the street. All Voltaire's places? Coincidence? He's like, fuck Voltaire. And then he puts up another middle finger. And now he's just I walking. agree. And I do, like, a thumbs down. A part of me feels like this guy is not our guy. Yeah. Um, the two bouncers look at you, Cody. Wait, you said they went back in. There's two at the door, and then there's two. Well, then I don't do that. Sorry, okay. I thought you said they were gone. No, the the two that threw him out went back in, and there's two still at the... Oh, I might not have even helped him up if that was the case. <laughs> it's all right. We didn't... Eh, fuck that guy, I say very loudly. Born an asshole and just grew bigger. The bouncers look at you and you say, ah, don't worry about him. He's not seeing the next cycle. What do you mean? He's marked, man. Like, he's, he's done. Was uh, that what you did with the bracelet? Uh, he nods. Bad night for him. That means somebody's going to come, you know, take care of him. Uh, he, the smallest hint of a smirk, but he doesn't, I like, you know, say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I need a drink. Can we come inside? You guys are at capacity, are you? There's always room for, what, three more? Yeah, get in there. Thank, hey, you. thank you. And he Ratio. clicks his little counter three times. Ratio pretty good. I don't know what you're into, so <laughs> maybe. Perfect. <laughs> that was the right answer. <laughs> Darren, you have a girlfriend. It's complicated. <laughs> they open the doors and the entrance hallway still looks like a mouth. Like it looks like the soft palette. And even the the, the rug that you walk into has like a wetness to it. And like <laughs> your, your, foot, your footsteps like kind of. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say a softness to it, but wetness so much worse. Yeah. If anybody in 2022 is still going to a bar that has a carpet, like look at yourself in the mirror, okay? <laughs> Wait, do, do bars used to have carpets? Yeah, yes. that's all Ireland is. What? Yeah, yeah. Stinky, stinky carpet floor. And then once you guys get into uh, this cavernous room, still kind of like, it still looks like a mouth. At the very back where the DJ booth is, it's the tonsils. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a guy in there just like, you know, playing playing music with with these big headphones on. And uh, unfortunately, nobody is dancing, though. And the dance floor is completely cleared and everyone is just kind of standing off to the side. And like some people are taking pictures with their phones. Some people are kind of like, you know, looking disgusted. And uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Very junior high school dance. Correct. Okay, guys. That's my third that one out of four rolls. I think this dice is getting burned. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. I think it's you, Niall, to be honest with you, buddy. But we'll see. It never how, happened. How are you rolling this dice? I, the same way anyone rolls fucking dice. That's not true. There's I bounce it off the dice. wall and I catch it in my mouth and then whatever way I spit it out. You know, <laughs> whatever I, I rub my tongue on, whatever number I put my tongue yeah. on first. I just I just feel it. 
I'm like, hmm. Um, Merrick rolled a 24 while we think about Nile and his luscious tongue. As I slurp the dice? Yeah. Hey. Now, Dane, is the DJ hanging from the tonsils in a cage a la Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? They weren't, but now they are. Amazing. Uh, what did you guys roll? I mean, I know what you rolled, Cody. Uh, what was your roll, Darren? 18. Okay. Uh, Merrick... You see, uh, I mean, everyone, like, you see what's what's going on here. The dance floor is covered in uh, both vomit, like, uh, too much vomit, and blood. And you see that there are four people being put on stretchers right now. And, mm. uh, Merrick, you see a man in a VIP booth up at, the, like, the top of the the club uh he is standing and uh, got his hands on the railing and looking down pretty intently at the scene below and he is this uh man in his about like his 30s with an absolute like chiseled jawline <laughs> um, and he has this slick backed uh black hair and he's wearing a uh very well tailored just classic black suit with a tie um nothing fancy in terms of the drip but looks very very uh good and he's just kind of like watching what's happening uh below i think i know who to talk to saw what happened in detail merrick's gonna try to head up to the vip booth after picking himself up a drink um, you can't even get close to the stairs because there are not only bouncers at the stairs, but there seems to be like a private security sort of force in a perimeter, like 10 feet from the stairs. I'm going to look up and try to meet this man's eyes. Yeah, I think Cody would would try to also wave probably <laughs> if he's still looking down. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. I'll just keep an eye eye on him from the bar. I, I big, big friendly wave. Um, he sees you guys and he looks down and he looks at the, the two of you. And the second he does, he turns around and disappears back into the booth. Does he grapple away, Dane, while we're not looking? Why would he do that? He's just, he's just a man. Yeah, he's just a guy in a suit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just find a seat that isn't covered in puke for a minute and figure out our game plan. I think that's the theme here, though. Is there a uh, slurp like security that's not private security nearby? Um, there's two at the at the staircase, but like again, you can't get to it. But there are there are some bouncers. A lot of them seem to be tending to the people, like getting them on the stretchers. You know uh, what? Is there like a bus boy or like uh like yeah, as like a young buster in? Uh, there's there's definitely like a young guy like slopping up. He's who's like wheeled out a mop and bucket and is currently cleaning up the dance floor. Yeah, uh, Cody's gonna go over to them and be like, "What what the hell happened here? <sighs> some fucking." idiot just came in like drunk off his fucking mind we didn't even serve him like we didn't we're we're good at our jobs guy didn't get a fucking drop from us and you know once we we cut him off he just came out here threw up on a ton of people and then just started fucking swinging oh my god some people yeah some people indeed and now you have to do this i'm so sorry a, a, a gig is a gig i guess oh yeah well i i hope your night gets better well probably won't and he just keeps like slopping the, the mop into the water and and doing his best to clean. I followed the boys. I think it was, our friend was puking and swinging. This is why I insisted on hardwood in our bar because carpet is disgusting. How do they do? They even clean it. So it's, the dance floor is like a like a lit floor. So it's it's like glass. It's not carpet, but everything else is carpet. Well, at least he had the decency to puke on the one part that wasn't carpet. I guess. Um, you guys have been here before. Do you know anything about being marked? Uh, I'll roll a culture on that, Dan, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, that will, I'm rolling good so far. There'll be a 23. I mean, yeah, judging by what, uh, what, uh, Mikhail's told you and judging by the, the, the bouncer's reaction, it definitely sounds like they're going to be dealt with professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we can assume by Voltaire, right? So like, assumedly like a Voltaire fixer. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. So the quickest way to get to our goal is just capturing that man ourselves. I guess, yeah, we would, f- or killing him. I don't know how Voltaire likes things handled. Um, well, no blood on the drip, right? I assume killing would be what Voltaire wants, but I don't really know if I want to just kill a random guy. He looks like he's having a terrible night. I, I don't know. No, no, you're right, Cody. You're right. I was thinking uh, old school. My apologies, but I think that might be the only way forward. Either that or we wait, see who kills them, and, and engage with them. This man upstairs has piqued my interest, but not enough to uh, delay us from our goal. We may as well go outside and try to find the next corpse. Um, as you guys are talking, you hear a bit of a commotion from the crowd as the that private security force begins making a path. And the man is escorted out by even more guards. And they have formed sort of like a perimeter around him and are like shuttling him out. And he leaves. And you can see uh, the person behind the bar is like, fuck. Well, it was going to be a good night, but now that, now Wade's gone. No one's going to come here. So that's, that was Bryce Wade? Yeah, of course it was Bryce Wade. Well, we're new. Don't mind yeah. us. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, yeah. He, like, yes, it was It was Bryce Wade. That was going to be our fucking meal ticket tonight. We were going to make so much money. Like his booth alone was going to net us tons, tons of credits. Well, maybe we should uh, go to. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I don't blame you. What, what part do you think he's heading to? Hey, man, I, I wouldn't have guessed he would be showing up to slurp tonight. Let me tell you that. So I, I couldn't tell. He's probably going to like a, a smaller or like a, a lesser known, a less busy one because, you know, he's not going to go to a, a packed one. But maybe he would, I, like, I don't know. Again, I never would have guessed he was coming here tonight. Did you know if he was anywhere else before he came here? Bryce Wade? Yeah. I mean, I, I was checking my socials and, and no, I, I like, you know, we would have known. We would have heard. Like it's all over everything right now that he's here yeah. or was here. He wasn't at museum, and not as far as I know. Cool. Anyway, thank you for your time. I tossed him two credits. Thanks, man. It's wow. it's a drop in the pond for for what we would have made tonight. But I, I appreciate it anyway. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 head out. Let's just see what's going on on the strip. Follow the crowd. Yeah, a, a bunch of people seem to be leaving now that he's gone too, and and everyone's kind of like emptying out into the street. Um, and you see, uh, that guy is still like a couple couple doors down and he's like leaning against the wall near an alley shit does it look like he's waiting like kind of a perception a sense motive maybe to mm. see whether it's like drunken standing there or like waiting for the enforcer to show up yeah sure yeah hit me with some sense motives i keep on rolling 18s 23 okay that's a net 20 i got a dirty 20 all three of you i think have spent enough time in bars and uh cody you've seen roadhouse enough you know when someone's pretending to be drunk yeah you know what this is my fucking bouncer training kicking in immediately yeah he he's wavering and he's wobbling and every now and then when someone walks by he'll like shout something at him but he seems too alert to be as drunk as he's pretending to be all right let's go do something stupid this guy's fucking faking it as you guys begin walking towards him a black matte car pulls up beside you uh, with tinted windows and a, a male Lashunta 
steps out in a silver suit with sunglasses on and begins walking towards him. Oh, the enforcer. Let's let's pick up the pace a little bit. See what's about to go no, down. No, no, no. Keep back. Keep back. If he's pretending to be drunk, he wants this to happen. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's sneak around and, and listen. No. Do I see any blood letter like merch on this like gray suit guy? Like, can I tell if he's from that group or not, or a different group? On the the guy who just got out of the car. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. This guy is wearing a, a you know a suit that probably costs more than you guys have ever seen. All right, let's let's take it slow and easy. Durin, do you think you can get near enough to? Oh, that's going to be a terrible idea. But yeah, let's try it. Amazing. Good luck. Oh, Don't die. Uh, thirty-five stealth. Okay, so I'm going to give you. I'm going to set the scene a little bit. The okay, crowd okay. of the club is beginning to pour out, and the fixer merges in with them and begins uh, walking towards this guy, and with like practice deft movement is sort of slipping in between people and not losing pace. In fact, he's speeding up. The drunk guy clocks him and disappears down the alley. Duren, I'm going to let you, if you want, make some moves forward with the crowd with that stealth check. Yeah, yeah, I want to move in and see what the fuck is going down. Okay. Guess we'll follow to, like, the alley mouth. Yeah. Well, as the two of you begin making towards the alley three bloodletters exit the alley that the guy just went down and they lock eyes with you guys and they begin walking in the opposite direction of the the crowd and the fixer during you see turn the corner into the he slips out of the the crowd the moving crowd and slips into the alley uh-huh. um, as these three are leaving and those three uh, begin pushing against you and uh, Merrick Cody to slow you down. Like trying to actually like they're not like put, they're not touching you or anything, but they're deliberately getting in your way. And with the amount of people who are pushing one direction and with these guys, these three pushing the other direction, you guys begin getting a little jostled and slow down. Can I try to like athletics to just like deftly like slip between them? You can certainly try. Uh, Duren, give me a perception check. Okay. 18. Okay. What'd you get, uh, Cody? 22. Okay. I'm going to roll an opposed athletics. Cool. To see how they go. Damn, that's a 22. Oh. Uh, so you make no progress. They, you, <laughs> you manage to like slip back, but they, they're able to get in front of you again. And something on their wrist beeps. And they meld back into the crowd and and sort of like move past you, Durin. It's tough. It's tough to see through the amount of people who are currently leaving this club and walking past this alley. But you see a blood letter fall to the ground through the legs, and then you see another blood letter fall to the ground. What the fuck? And then you can't see what happens next, and then the alley is empty. Oh, what the fuck? So you saw in the alley, you saw three blood letters and the yeah. fixer and the guy who was pretending to be drunk. You okay. saw two of the blood letters fall to the ground. And then the, the remaining three, the, the drunk guy, the remaining blood letter and the fixer disappear. Fuck. Like literally disappear or he just loses sight of them. He loses sight of them. Okay. Oh, we got to follow. We have to. Shit. When we catch up. Yeah, I guess we get to the alley 
and uh, I kind of fill you in, but it's going to be tough. Like, I don't think I could explain that that quickly. Let's I, go. I'd be like, something, something's off. We, we got to follow. Some blood letters tried to stop us. Why are they? How are they involved? They're working something, for the enforcer. Something smells off. When you guys, I assume you're you're entering the alley. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you get into the alley, you see that one of them, uh, one of the blood letters, has been shot like under the chin and up through the back of the head, and the other one has a like a, a throwing knife directly in his throat. And they're uh, dead. And we didn't hear anything. Nope. I swear to God, Dane, if this like fake drunk guy is named the Yoker or the Loker or <laughs> the Poker or some it's bullshit. The <laughs> you did notice that he was wearing like uh, a shirt with an egg on it. Oh, the Yoker. <laughs> no, he wasn't wearing Holy a shirt with an egg on it. Shit. He was smoking. He's the Toker. <laughs> Everyone give me some perception checks. All right. Oh, that's a bad one. 14. It's also a bad one. That's a bad one. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Ah. You got 14, Duran? Uh, yes, yes, I did. You see a trail of blood that doesn't belong to the two that are currently dead, and it leads down further into the alley. I just kind of give a nudge and a nod towards it. Cody nods. And this is out of the light, and one of the few places in the drip that isn't bathed in green and pink and purple light from the tubes. And when you get down there, you see a couple things. You see a very industrial metal door at the end of it that says employees only. You see another dumpster with a stack of garbage bags beside it. And you see a uh, a manhole cover. And then you see sort of like a uh, an emergency like ladder. You know, the kinds that have like the, the rounded cover. So mm-hmm. you can get up like a couple rungs and then it's like blocked off by that steel cage. Mm-hmm. One of those. Is the uh, the manhole cover slightly ajar? Uh, nothing seems to be slightly ajar. Okay. Uh, can I do a survival to see if I can notice like a scuff or anything? Sure. Yeah, give me a, a survival for, for tracking. Well, that's a five. Okay. Yeah, you, you can't... It, it, with how bright it is out there and how dark it is back here, it's fucking with your, your vision and you can't really see much. What are they've the rest a, of y'all doing? If they've got a body, they, they probably didn't go up the ladder. Oh, let's let's, let's check the garbage the bags. Oh. Uh, touch the yeah. wall? Sorry, what are, you, what are we doing? Touching walls? I heard Merrick say something about bags. Merrick's going to try to touch some walls looking for a secret entrance. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, so Merrick, give me a perception check. Uh, Duran, this doesn't require much. You just have to move garbage bags, and there's nothing nothing in the garbage. Okay. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah, you, you run your hand along the sort of like the, the exterior walls and you don't seem to, to discover anything. Right? Door or manhole? I don't know. You guys could also try to do a survival. I don't have survival. I it's guess not trying to. I could do a survival. Fine. <laughs> Why? Or not. We could just fucking Jeez, pull, no, pull no, random it's, things it's open. Fine. You haven't read his backstory. Duran hates surviving. Uh, <laughs> surviving yeah i hope you get in that one now you would like that wouldn't you i would all right i got a 37 <laughs> fuck you <laughs> are you joking no 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 did you did you credit no i got a 19 on the die though your survival's 18 yeah and you it didn't want to, my survival's <laughs> zero 
It's zero. Terry, you're so What the fuck is wrong with you? Dane, I punched Terry to death in game. I killed Durin. Oh, sorry. It's 31. It's not 37. I, I misread. It's 31. Oh, okay. Still. Take the murder back. Take no, the murder back. DC was uh, 36, so no. Oh, no. that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, with a 31. Darn it. Sorry. It's, no, no, no. Jesus. No. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Terry. <laughs> Terry. Love you now. I. You know what? I love you a little bit less. Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, what? This is how we fall apart, boys. <laughs> this is how the podcast ends. I have Terry's a survival check. I rolled a five. <laughs> Terry's survival ranks is the Yoko Ono of our group. <laughs> so, survival link, whatever you said. Oh, I'm gonna go. I think I need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, during with a thirty-one, it's faint, but you see it. Uh, there is a bloody handprint on the manhole cover. Okay. <laughs> he went. He went through here. Why did you take ten minutes to tell us that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I was checking the garbage bags. I, I lift open the manhole cover. <laughs> um. Yeah. As you do, when you actually go to to like lift it up proper, it hisses mm-hmm. for a second, turns, and lifts up into. A like almost like an elevator. There's like a, a platform attached to it. Oh, what in the sweet god! Well, what the f- shit? Are oh, are we going down? Well, yeah, I, I believe we have. To, I believe this is about to go somewhere that we are not expecting. So mentally steal yourselves. Let's go. Cody steps in. Cool. I'll say there's enough room for the three of you. Cool. Uh, if you, it's if you can, <laughs> it's like, well, you didn't tell us this is a seven foot wide. Manhole cover. I'm pretty small. I can fit in places. Any other day, Terry, I'd hold you in my arms, but not today. <laughs> Merrick's got it. Merrick's got it. No, I step in the way, so you can't. <laughs> As you guys get on it, uh, you are like plummeted down with uh, too too much speed, and you guys crash down into a what looks like a sewer, and there is these rivers of that neon glowing liquid that is being pumped through the pipes. Um, There are those pipes above you um, that you see, and they dip down into these rivers, but you seem to be in like a sewer that is transporting unfiltered and untubed neon liquid. The the tubes up on the drip proper are like polished and see-through and and like these like great glass that give off the light. These ones have like little windows here and there, but are mostly like metal and disgusting metal, like rusted metal. And uh, the ground is all grimy, but uh, you do see uh, some of that blood trail leading down into the sewer. Um, Cody points and nods and holds up a finger like, shh. Uh, but you see no no trace of, of anyone around. What would you like to do? He points at Durin and he like shrugs and points ahead and then like mimes being sneaky. I guess. Um... Yeah, so the, the sewer uh, goes forward and back about like 20 feet behind you. And then you see it open up where like the street is translucent. So you'd be mm-hmm. able to look up into the street. And then the other direction, it turns to the right about 20 feet. Can we... Can someone with culture, uh, like, are all the, like, sewer, like, not the sewers, but the uh, the manhole covers, do all of them have, like, a turbo elevator like this? Or is this something definitely 
different. Give me a culture check, yeah. I, I don't have it. That's why I'm... Seven. A seven, uh, 15. Uh, yeah, that's more than enough to say that, no, this is this okay. manhole cover Unusual. is special. Okay. Uh, is it's the pl- blood leading not towards the translucent? I have a feeling it's not. Yeah, it, it seems to be... It's kind of like right at the elevator, but it seems to be more on the side away from the strip. Yeah. All right. I'll stealth along, I guess. Um, if we want to be sneaky and see where it's going. Sure. Give me a stealth check. Oh, there it is. There's my 37. Yeah, you uh, managed to get up there no problem. Mm-hmm. When you get there, give me a perception check. Oh, all right. That's where it's going. Oh, uh, dirty 20. Cool. You Good see rolls. Good rolls. at the far end, about 60 feet away, uh, there is a big metal door with a security mm. keypad. Does it have a symbol of a rat on it? Uh, no. Okay. Weird thought, Duran. Just, you know, making connections. All right, let's get up to that door, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess it's clear except for the door. Any cameras near it? Uh, not that you see, no. Okay. As you guys are walking, you hear that, like, the bass from all the clubs above you, and they're rattling the pipes and the and everything and it you, it's it's that kind of bass that you can feel in your chest and it's almost deafening uh everyone give me perception checks please okay uh, i believe that's a 23 mm, okay 19 21 uh so all three of you notice them that are they are currently humming and buzzing and bumping with the beats but they are floating above or in the water just above, and you can see their shells every now and then changing colors that don't match the liquid. And there are three what look like like big beetles in the water, and uh, they all begin to charge you. I was wondering if these these are so they're like LED beetles that are like changing color with the beat. Uh, yes, but they were sitting okay. in the water and doing their best to camouflage That's with great. the water, but they. They have you guys rolled high enough to notice that every now and then they don't sync up with the water's color. They're called LED tools. <laughs> oh, uh, that's so good. Everyone, roll me some initiative. And as a special boon, uh, one time only from what the dice, everyone gets to roll twice and take their better initiative. Whoa, you know oh, what? what? I gotta fuck? roll. I gotta roll the pink dice for that. Okay. Okay. I don't hear you're as upset, so there was no natural one on that one. Oh, we're back. That's a 17 for Mary. 24 for Cody. Amazing. Thank you, what the dice. (laughs) Uh, And what'd you get, Darren? 29. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking rolling rocks today. Until combat starts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all going to go downhill from here. Okay, uh, Duran, you go first, surprisingly. How far away are they? Uh, I, they're, like, right beside you in the water, so I'm going to say, like, 10 feet. Okay, okay. Um, you know, with my pistol, I'm going to try out my new my new fancy trick attack. Sure. That's, uh, that's not, like, 3d8s. So I'm going to stealth up. Slink. Oh, my God, what the fuck? 37 for my stealth. Yep. And, um... Yeah, and move past them, not provoking, and I'm going to take my shot. Do it. Just get an arc pistol. What the fuck? All right. Um, 25 to hit. Yep. EAC. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I only have one D8 right this second. I got to roll it three times. 
I had you only have one D8. Didn't you just give me shit for not having multiple sets of dice? Yeah, I don't know where my other D8s are. I'll have to I'll have to investigate that, you know? And that's a hit with 17 points of damage. Okay. Pretty low. I rolled pretty low on my, my D8s. As you so hit them, like, you hear one of them, the one that you hit, uh, go... And it begins flashing faster. (gasps) Oh, no. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. Um, So, sorry, how far away are they again? Uh, 10 feet. And in the water. In the water, correct. So I couldn't punch them. I mean, you can get in the water if you want. Uh, And the water is the colorful liquid, which we don't actually know what it is. Yep. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm good. Um, (laughs) But you have that cool splash feet. You could splash them. Yeah, well, if I need, <laughs> yeah, is that their weakness? If they get splashed, they die. Maybe. Um, I'm going to step back and pull out my gulch gun and shoot them. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a 17 EAC. That is it on the money. Ooh, roll my new D8. See if that loves me. Fucking one. <laughs> a six. Six points of fire damage. Uh, I'm going to try hit the one that uh, Duran also hit. Okay, perfect. Um, And it goes, and it begins flashing even faster. Oh, I don't like that. Merrick, it's your turn. Uh, Merrick's going to take out his laser pistol and try to shoot the, um, go into photon mode and try to shoot the one that's already been, that's blinking. Yep. Um, That's going to be an 18. That does it. EAC, yeah. Uh, Just a D4. That's an additional four points of damage. Of fire damage. Okay. And it now begins flashing so fast that it almost looks like a solid color again. And the three Just of them... Just time for it to come over and explode. <laughs> the three of them uh, begin, almost like a chain reaction, begin blinking faster and faster and faster until they're all doing it. And all three of them are just going to move directly towards you and detonate. So <laughs> now fun. I did five foot or I did step away, but yes, uh, all three of you are going to have to give me some reflex saves, please. Oh, can't wait. Oh God. Oh, actually, nope. Never mind. Sorry. These don't get saves. Nope. No. Not even for half. Oh yes, they do. Sorry, my bad. Thank God. Nine out of the dice. Twenty-two for Merrick. Okay. Don't worry, I got a ten. So, <laughs> fifteen. Uh, Merrick is the only one who passes. Uh, that is eighteen points of fire damage. Uh, so mm. nine for you, Merrick. As they, the first one pops, and then the second one pops, and then the third one pops, and they just detonate in this. Like it's still to like the beat of the music above. <laughs> so on like every every like kick of the drum, it goes boof, boof, boof. They blow up. And you guys are splattered in bug guts. I kind of love it. Well, he's, he's just sad. He isn't like getting feel, blown up. <laughs> I feel more at home covered in bug guts than posing on the street. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with this. Well, that sucked. And now you're out of combat. You did it. I feel so disappointed. <laughs> now there is just that door uh, about like 50 feet ahead of you. Well, at this point, they know we're here. We may as well go knock and see what happens. Or they don't know we're here. Turn, there were three explosions. But they went to the beat. They went to the beat. Ah, music. We can use that to our advantage. I say we assume that they don't know we're here yet. You're going to the door? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Traps. Give me uh, perception checks. 
Oof, nine. 26. Damn. I know. Terry. I'm nervous. Uh, I'm rolling really well today. Not just like seven. Duran, as you guys are walking past towards the that door, you mm-hmm. notice that there is a small grate. And probably because you're closer to the ground. And uh, you catch a glimpse inside of it. And you see that down there, uh, whatever's below is it looks like an underground fighting arena with a like Ooh. octagon uh, ring and uh, with like this chain link fence around it. But suspiciously enough, you see that in the center of the ring are three chairs with three people sitting them with bags over their head. And one of them is the guy in the silver suit. The guy who was pretending to be drunk or the, uh... the enforcer. Yeah, the guy who got out of the car. Okay, so the okay. reason we're finding corpses of the leeches instead of the actual enforcers is because he's been kidnapping them. All right. Yeah. Um, do you guys think you can fit through this grate? I, I will. Believe- I will say right now, no one's fitting through that grate. It's like one gotcha. foot. Like not even. It's it's probably like six inches tall. It is like no just like a small little sliver of a like a ventilation thing. Yeah. Let's just go up to the door and look at the keypad. I think we're about to get into a very very bad situation. What's new? Yeah. Fair. Uh, once again, feel more comfortable about to go into Secret Fight Club. I actually haven't punched someone in so long that it feels weird. Yeah. I think that's about to change. Merrick looks at the keypad. Can I get that little jabby syringe? Sure. Are you into your HP? It only works on HP. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. You gotta use that resolve, baby. Yeah, never mind. Merrick's gonna go to the keypad. Is it, By any chance, do there happen to be uh, blood smears on the numbers that could have <laughs> been used to punch in the code? There isn't. But there is a blood smear on the handle. Merrick tries to open the door. It's unlocked and it swings mm. open with a a very soft whine with the rusted hinges. I feel like that was mean, Dane. Why? Keypad, door already unlocked. Yeah. Exploding beetles. Exploding beetles. Fight club. All right. Uh, what do we see inside? We're saying words. <laughs> yeah, you're just recounting what's happened in the past like 30 seconds. <laughs> Inside is a what looks like a like a reception area, but not a nice one. It is pretty bare bones. There's like a folding table uh, with a chair behind it. And there is a screen which has like tonight's fights, but it is like a blank template. There's nothing on it. Uh, Merrick turns off the FU function of his face mask. (laughs) Okay, good call. Um, and then beside the screen, there is a, another door, but that one is open, and you can see stairs leading down. Uh, so, is there? Do we hear a crowd, or we hear after hours kind of thing? No, sorry, I will say right now when when Duran saw in, there is nobody in that arena. It is. It, it looks like it can house quite a few people, but there was no one in it except for those three people in the chair. After hours. All right, let's sneak in. All right, give me some cell checks. Then. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Ooh, thank God. Not, not the best, not the worst. Uh, I got a 17. Oh, sorry, I got a 19. Ooh. 24 for Merrick before Darren says like 38 or something. No, no, we're not there. We're not there. 27. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, uh, all three of you managed to get down these old metal stairs into the arena proper. And 
on the left and right of you are these bleachers that seem to house the people who would watch. Um, and then there is like a 10 foot runway down to the ring, uh, stairs leading up into the ring and uh, this cage that goes around it. The cage door is open and you see uh, the three people in the ring. And then everything else is kind of like in pitch blackness, except for this, this light that is on the ring and spills out like a couple feet outside of it. So you can see sort of like the edges of the, the bleachers why does this feel like a trap oh it's clearly a trap. i do have 60 foot dark vision uh okay well then uh what you would see is uh there are vip boxes above the ring and there's uh one sort of directly across from you directly above the ring that seems to be covered in glass all the other ones are open like above like hanging above the ring no so like i imagine like, like behind the bleachers yes yeah Okay, and um, when you mean when you say open, as in just there's no glass. Yeah, the other ones seem to be yeah, like there's there's nothing stopping someone like if they wanted to jump over or through or whatever. Mm, yeah, there's one box that is specifically glassed in. And is it tinted glass? Uh, nope, just dark. Yeah, but you can't right. uh, you can't see inside of it. I like whisper to the boys that like VIP. I, I know we Merit doesn't have dark vision. Who doesn't have dark vision? Ah, uh, do I think I have dark vision actually? Yeah, yeah I think Mary is the only one who doesn't. I I just kind of whisper and let you know. Um, are we lit up or is the walkway like dark too? Um, there's enough light that spills out into like where you are. Okay, uh, and the three people sitting in the uh, ring. There's the fixer and two others. Are they both? Is one a leech? Uh, nope. All three of them seem to be. So one is in uh like another suit. And they're slumped over. Their head is like on their chest, essentially, like completely like keeled over or like completely slumped over. There's Mm -hmm. another one that seems to be a woman who is also in uh, rather formal attire, like very nice suit. And then there is uh, the guy in the silver suit that you saw. Okay. What's the play, guys? I I don't know what the play is besides just fall into this trap. Yeah, I don't. Let's let's try free this fixer. I guess I I guess we're suddenly on Voltaire's side. Yeah, looks like it. Yeah, that's the best way. As you step into the ring, you hear the cage door beep behind you, and it <laughs> slides it shut. Fucking oh? does. And you hear something on the like left side of the ring. You hear like metal wheels on stone as something gets pressed up against the cage. And you can hear growling. Um, Cody and everyone who with dark vision can see that a cage has been like a, a big metal cage has been pressed up against the left side of the octagon. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's still a cage there. Um, but you can see uh, that there is like another something housing something that is currently growling and snarling inside. And how does the cage open? Like, does it slide to the side? Does it slide up? Uh, it's hard to tell right now. Okay. Here's the thing. Why do I feel like this isn't a trap for us, though? Um, it sure seems like it right now. I'm going to pull the syringe out of Dern's like, belt and jab the silver-suited guy. Um, as you walk towards him, you hear the, like, the lights kind of click on a little bit more, and the exterior of the room is now lit in this like red lighting and then you hear over the intercom 
you walk into my sewers uninvited, thinking you could just stroll wherever you want. Disrespectful. And you see a huge Yasoki on this floating golden chair hover towards the glass VIP box. And he's looking down behind you and he's holding this like microphone in his hand. And then you see that big blood letter that introduced himself when you were in the burrow. And he's grinning with his like toothless smile. And he says, (laughs) I guess this is the point where we followed, we watched, and now we hunt. Isn't that right, little guy? And he points down at you, Duran. I guess we're going to have to see what happens. But I don't I don't get it. Blood letters are being killed. How is this your trap? He's not a blood letter. Um, so this guy uh, in the chair says, A couple of grunts for what I could easily ransom off or collect the bounty on for hundreds, if not thousands of credits. An easy price to pay. The blood letters know they're all for hire. They put a monetary value on their lives every time they put on the armor. So, what do I care if a few of them get shot in the head? Uh, Cody looks at the blood letter and he's like, is this what happened to the Wendy's? He looks at you and he says, you gonna try to hit me with a D's nuts jokes in our house? Really? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying I'll be smiling when these guys kill you. Not pointing at my friends. Well, you see, you find yourself in an interesting predicament. Presumably, you want these three people, or at least the gentleman in the silver. So let's make a deal. Pay me what they're worth, and the four of you walk out. Are these fixers for Voltaire? Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, Cody's asking, though. (laughs) He says, yes, you see, Voltaire sends down the fixers. All the fixers have quite a, a sizable bounty on them. So, I get the fixer's attention, they come down and knocking, I take the fixer, I collect the bounty, and I make a pretty penny. And what's your name? Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you. No, fuck you, I'm not telling you my name. You know, like, a cool name? Like, a yeah. crime name? You probably have a lame Are you chairman? Are you Daryl? Goldie? Uh, Fat Esco? Rat Man? <laughs> or Fat Man? Is this really the, co- the way we want to do this conversation, guys? <laughs> Look, Duran, I had my day ending with boozy milkshakes. Apparently, it's going to be ending with a, ending a criminal organization. So let's just get it on with. Let's be fair. We don't have the money for whatever this guy wants. Um, and he's got some fucking dogs or something strapped up to the chair. We all know what's going to happen here. He cocks his head and he says, That's unfortunate that you don't have the credits to free uh, this person of interest for you. But uh, you do have something that is of value. And what's that? It's these abs, isn't it? Merrick points down to his abs. <laughs> well, you're not completely incorrect. Uh, it is the three of you. You will all have, in about 24 hours' time, a bounty so large that you could buy these three four times over. So, hang out here, and I'll free them. It's just a simple trade. Oh, we don't care if they go free. We want them for ourselves. I don't... We're... <laughs> Like, we're heroes, we're not bad people, but we're not that selfless. 
We just kind of want to get to Voltaire. So yeah. I don't know hey, if they'll let's, even let's help us. Tell him. him oh, fuck this. <laughs> if we kill you, maybe that will get us there too. So there we go. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> you're not you're not touching me. You're the ones in a cage. So I'm just gonna say, if you don't want to make this trade, then I guess the six of you belong to me, and I'm even richer. So thanks. You're welcome. And he floats backwards into the VIP booth. And he says, you know, I might really enjoy watching this. Is that Bounty, uh, dead, dead or Alive? Correct. Yeah. Over the intercom, you hear, Salvian, finish them. And the big guy walks over and presses himself against the glass. And he says, well, gentlemen, I'm sorry, but uh, I would love to do this myself. But... Sasha hasn't eaten in a while. And he whistles and three blood letters uh, drop down from the ceiling. And one of them is a, uh, a big human. One of them is the Yasoki that you saw earlier and the Shirin that you saw earlier. And he presses a button in the booth and the cage on the left side slides up. And then the bars of the cage that was pressed up against it drop and a large bear jumps out into the center of the ring and roars and then jumps on the human blood letter and tears out its throat. Oh, jeez. And then turns its attention to you. And you hear the big guy in the booth above laughing. And he says, I told you, <laughs> Sasha hasn't eaten in a while. Also, uh, nah, you'll see for yourself. And uh, he raises up another remote control and presses a button and the bear begins screaming as a metal plate on its back opens up and a Gatling gun emerges <laughs> from it. <laughs> and you hear it spinning up. Everyone roll me initiative, please. Hello, Space GM Dane here to do the things. We're going to keep this lightning fast. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the episode. Second, we want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to our friends over at What the Dice. You may have noticed we mentioned them a couple times throughout the episode. Uh, they sent us a absurd amount of dice, like 15 or 18 packs of dice or something, because they heard that Niall only had one set of dice. Uh, so they they gifted us an, an absolutely incredible amount of dice. Uh, so now I have even uh, more dice. I have an absurd amount of dice now. My little dice holder can barely close because of them. We just want to say a really, really big thank you to them because uh, they're they're great. So we just want to say a huge thanks to the What the Dice crew. It was an absolute pleasure and surprise to get your gift. So please head on over to whatthedice.weebly.com and give them a listen. Check them out. That's whatthedice.weebly.com. Not only that, but they also recorded a dice blessing for the boys because, as we all know, they uh, they have some bad roles from time to time. And we will share that blessing with you guys uh, after this break. But before we get to that, just another reminder to head on over to NoQuestCast.com and join the Discord. We have a ton of really cool people, including some of the What the Dice crew. So head on over there and, and tell them that they're the best and awesome for, for the gifts and for what you're about to hear, because uh, that is also cool. But you also get to like just hang out, share pictures of your pets, uh, have fan theories. If you want to share any fan art, uh, you can join our collaborative art project that's still going on. So many things to do, and we would love to have you. You can also follow us on social media at NoQuestCast, both Instagram and Twitter, and we'd love to hear from you there. 
So without any further ado, please enjoy this dice blessing as brought to you by the wonderful folks over at What The Dice. And one last time, go check them out, whatthedice.weebly.com. We will see you in two weeks. Sitting in the campsite, we watch as the storyteller closes his eyes. His hands are on the closed book, laid ever so softly, and he slowly looks up at the sky. On his face, we can see all the time and all the adventures he has ever lived in the wrinkles on his face. He gives a deep sigh as he looks down, looks us in the face. Ah, me friends. Ah. Let me tell you, there are more stories than there are stars in the sky. And there are some that need luck. Adventurers like our own, but different. A rattling, a strange man of metal, and a man with more arms. All needing luck. Well, these adventurers, Cody, Durin, Merrick, they could use the prayer more than any. So let us close our eyes and wish them this. May the dice gods bless their every roll. He slowly looks back towards us and gives us a smile, a wink as the fire fades out. Two bloodletters and a Gatling bear. Yep. Okay. Uh, the guys in the chairs, are they tied? Like, yes, they seem to be bound to the chairs. Yeah. Okay. Like chains or ropes or? Um, you can't really tell because they're facing you. Okay. Uh, what'd you all get? 12. 12. 23. I really thought you were saying 12 as well. Uh, I wish. That would have been nice. Um, who has the better decks between you and Merrick? Mine's exactly. three. Mine's plus two. So you go first. Uh, Darren, you go first. Ah, shit. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to use my move action to activate my cloaking fields. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to hide. I'm going to hide in plain sight. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to use my, my new my new fancy abilities, you know? I love it. 34. Okay. And that's my stealth. Let me see if anyone sees you. Nope. Nope. Oh, there's another guy in here. Oh, cool. Then you are effectively hidden. Yeah. Uh, it is the blood letters turn, and they look at each other and say, where where did the little one go? And uh, the Yosoki sees what just happened to that dude, and he activates his jet back and flies up to the, the edge of the cage and grabs up to, like, midway up, and he holds on to it and shoots down at uh, Cody. I want to get Dern a jetpack. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> that is 23 to hit your EAC. Yep. Okay. Uh, max damage. That is Wonderful. 12 points of cold damage. Jesus. Well, I hope you're ready to use your heals, Dern. Don't worry, I got you, boo. Uh, the other one, the Sheeran is going to run in with his uh, sword, and he crits you, Merrick. Fuck. It's okay. He's now in range of me. 
Uh, you take 26 points of damage as he runs in and just skewers you like through the side and pulls it out and he flicks the blood towards the bear. And it's the bear's turn. Uh, it's going to run at you, Merrick, and try to give you a big old bite. Uh, that's a 27 KC. Yeah, that does it. I mean, I could probably channel a heal because no one else got hurt. <laughs> Only we got hurt so far. Well, interesting in Starfinder, it's just allies. You don't have to worry about healing Oh, enemies. cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's going to be 10 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then does uh, 27 beat your KC plus four. Yep. Uh, you are also grabbed. Why plus four? Um, with grab attacks, if if it has grab, you don't roll a separate grapple check. It's based on what you roll for the attack. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty sexy. And just plus four instead of eight. Yep. So, wow. What does grab do to me? Like minus. Uh, you're grappled. It's not as bad as Pathfinder. It's, I believe it's pretty reasonable. Um, you take a minus two to AC, attack rolls, reflex save, and dex based skill checks. Okay, now it is Cody's turn. All right. So where I'm standing, can you just like orient me yes okay so uh you guys are like five feet from the edge of the entrance of the cage mm-hmm. sort of yeah, i would say 10 feet in front of you are the three people mm-hmm. uh like three people in the chair to your left uh about 20 feet up or i guess 10 feet up is the yasoki hanging onto the cage shooting at you and mm-hmm. uh i would say he's about like 10 feet away and then uh to your right uh, again, ten feet away is uh, Merrick fighting uh, the guy with uh, the Sharon with the thing, and then uh, five feet away from you, in between uh, you and Merrick, is the bear. Okay, so the bear is between me and the guy on the roof, or the guy on the wall. The the bear is to your right. The guy to, oh, his, the guy, to okay. your left. Yeah. So if you want to orient yourself in terms of like Pathfinder, like if we're looking at like a, or sorry, like if we're looking at a map, it would be you, Durin, Merrick. Mm-hmm. Then in front of Durin is the bear and in front of Merrick is the, the Sheeran. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Merrick's like, I would, wouldn't mind a hand as he's trying to keep the bear's face away from his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just pull around the bear, I guess. Okay. I'm coming. Uh, okay, so first attack is going to be a 17 Yep. KAC punch. Yep. Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. And the second one is going to be, oh, that's a 12. Uh, yes, just the one hit. Okay. Uh, Cody comes in and just like, I guess while it's biting, just like punches it in the side of the neck with his left hand for uh, 16 points of damage. Okay. Like Sonic Gauntlet, like woof. Uh, perfect. Yes, you hear, oh yeah, you do Sonic damage, right? Mm-hmm. Get off him, you. Well, as you hit him, you do a little extra damage. Ooh. But you're going to have to give me a uh, reflex save, please. Okay. It's uh, not great. Uh, 11. Um, okay. So you take two points of damage as you realize its fur has been like chemically hardened and you uh, cut yourself on it. Okay. Um, but when you hit it, you hear it shatter or like crack like a big chunk of it you hear that sort of like sickening like i don't know if you've ever touched like really gelled hair and like Mm, like crackle yeah it's like that and you do a little extra damage on it it is merrick's turn you're currently being grappled and grabbed by this bear and just kind of like tossed around you can keep fighting as normal 
um, you take a minus two to your attack rolls, or you can attempt a acrobatics check to escape it. I'm going to attack. Okay. Ooh. I'm, where, I'm exactly where I want to be. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's going to be a 26. Yep. Nice. Um, and that's going to be, come on, max damage. Yes, max damage. 20 points of damage. Jesus, okay. Damn, nice. As Merrick's, like, forms his blade into his hand and sort of, like, forms the moat, like, close to the bear's chest, so the blade just shoots out into it. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry, 15. Uh, sorry, I had an extra point of damage to that. 21. I forgot about photon mode. Okay. Um, yeah, this bear is <laughs> a part. Uh, Durin, it is your turn. Yeah, we're gonna... Let's trick attack that fucking bear. Okay. Stealth up with a sexy 28. Is that with your plus 10 because you're not moving? Yeah, I didn't move. I didn't add the plus 10, but I have to move in order to do my trick attack. So I don't think it oh, adds to But it. you didn't move for a round, right? Yeah, I didn't move for the round. So I don't know how you want to calculate that. I was assuming it didn't. But well, I think I, the ability says like if you don't move uh, for a round, right? Yeah. You gain a plus 10 to your stealth. Checks, checks. Okay. Until you move. Okay, yeah, I would say I would say that doesn't work with trick attack. Yeah, I'm assuming it doesn't. So 28. Yes, that still beats at CR plus five or CR plus whatever. Okay, if that's the case, he is considered flat footed for yeah. everyone. Oh, shit. Okay. Low roll. We got a 13. That is its EAC on the money. Fuck yes. Um, 22 points of damage. Jesus. We are hitting hard boys. Yeah. Mm. And don't forget, oh, it's flat-footed until uh, my next turn. Okay, nice. yes. Um, the blood letters turn to go. Uh, the guy is going to just, he's going to attempt to hit you, Merrick, because why not? Uh, eh, it might do it because you're considered grappled. That is a, that's a 19. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Oh, my God, it would do it if I wasn't grappled. How are we on health, boys? <laughs> is it bad? I'm, I'm going to be in the red right now. Okay. That is uh, 12 points of damage. Yeah, so I'm... I'll, I'll throw up a heal. So yeah, I'm, in, I'm into my HP. Um, the guy above is going to keep shooting at you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was almost a crit. Uh, that's going to be a 15 EAC. Uh, nope. Wait, nope. Sorry, I was looking at the bear. That's going to be a 17 EAC. Sorry. Nope. Okay. Nice. Oh, that I feel like nervous. Cody just like deflects it with his arm. Like he like punch punch with the bear and then just like thing. He's like, God damn it. And he's trying to get a, an aim on you. And then he sees Duran appear and he see his his gun arm uh, change directions. Yeah. <laughs> that is the two blood letters. Now it's the bear. You hear a beeping from the cannon on its back. It goes bleep, bleep, bleep. And it looks at all three of you and then begins shooting oh. out these little homing bullets. Can it get me, even though it's grappling me? Um, oh, yeah, sorry. You're not uh, targeted. This is why I stay grappled. This is, like gambling <laughs> this is, this is a part of the plan all along. Um, so that's going to be 23 EAC. Yep. Oh, yeah. All day. Each, or is it uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's for everyone. Durin and Cody, you take seven points of fire damage okay. as these little rockets begin bombarding you. Um, right. And then it gets its free attempt to keep the grapple that might not be good uh that is a 13 kac oh that doesn't do it um then you feel its jaws loosen on you as it sort of like begins yelping in pain from the amount of damage you've dealt for it and you are no longer grappled uh cody it's your turn 
how fucked up is this bear looking? Uh, pretty fucked up. Uh, Remember, it's flat-footed. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna double attack this bear. Um, uh, do I see any kind of, like, thing that's controlling the bear? Like, there's, you said there's, like, a plate, obviously, with the Gatling gun. Is there any kind of, like, because there was, like, a sonic device or something that was, like, fucking him up, or is he just trained? Uh, he seems to be trained. It seems like some, something is controlling the gun, but mm-hmm. not him. Okay. Um, Cody doesn't want to kill it, but it probably should. It says, thanks, Cody, as it kills Merrick. <laughs> yeah, Cody's going to just punch it. Double attack. Uh, that is going to be a 23. Yeah. And that is going to be a 17. Yeah. Okay. That's two hits, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's going to be 13 points of damage, and that's going to be 18 points of damage. So 31 all day. Of Sonic begins. Uh, oh, actually, no! You actually kill it because of the extra damage you do because it's Sonic. Um, so as you hit it, you hear a crunch in. And, and how do you finish it off? Uh, I think as it lets go of Merrick and its jaw is still open, I just like doosh, doosh, like two punches across it and just like crack its jaw like fully around. Yep. You hear that sickening crunch of bone going in a direction that bone shouldn't go, and it collapses to the ground. Uh, uh, Merrick, it's your turn. Okay, Merrick, it's just... Thank you, Cody. Uh, I've got you. Are you okay? I've been better, but this is about to get way better, and he does a spin. He's going to attack the blood letter next to him. Yep. Two attacks. First one is going to be a 23 KC. Oh, yeah. And the second one's going to be... Not going to hit. It's going to be a uh, 14 KAC. Nope. So the first one hits for 19 points of damage as Merrick's blade flies across, uh, not losing a beat and uh, hitting this guy in his waist. Perfect. Yeah. You guys begin clashing swords as he begins uh, fighting you properly. Uh, Dern, it's your turn. Okay. um, How is everyone doing on health? Uh, I'm not into my health yet, but my stamina is essentially all gone. Yeah, I can't do anything about your stamina, but uh, I am into my health, but not brutally. Okay, I take around take around to get the boy upstairs if you got the time. All right, all right, we'll do. Um, I'm going to use my trick attack and take my aim and stealthily move towards the the boy that's hanging. Yep, sure. Uh, my stealth is a thirty. Yep. Let's see if we can hit the fucker. Um, and I got a twenty-two EAC. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Oh my God, is Darren a monster now? I might be. I, this power boost is pretty nuts. 26 points of damage to this boy. Um, and he is considered off target until my next turn. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. I get to choose, baby. Uh, he's going to try to return fire to you as you're skittering around. He's going to take a couple or... Yeah, you know what? He's actually going to use two shots. Oh. Uh, nope. Well, uh, I missed... Nope. That is a 16 EAC. Nope, that doesn't do it. Yeah, you're just too fucking fast. You keep sliding around, and he just keeps just missing you, just whiffing you. That is going to be... The bear is dead. However, you hear the gun keep spinning. Oh, what a... And uh, it's going to uh, take a shot off at you, Durin. Uh, that's a nat one. So as it goes, you hear the the thing start spinning, and then it goes... And it powers down. Yes. Hell yeah. That will be Cody's turn. Uh, I'm going to shoot the guy on his jetpack with my grappling gun and try to grapple him. Okay. 
That's pretty good. How's a 26 looking? Yeah, you get him. Uh, and then as a move action, I'm going to retract the the grappler. Okay, he's going to do, you know what, I'm going to use 26 as the DC for mm-hmm. his athletics to try to stay to resist it. Uh, he does not. You, oh, I almost got it. Uh, no, you, as soon as you start retracting it, he gets yanked off and he's going to take uh, six points of falling damage, only one point of damage as he hits the ground. And we will say, we'll do a reflex to see if he stays prone or if he's able to land on his feet. Uh, and he falls prone. Amazing. So yeah, he's he's on the ground, off the cage now. It is Merrick's turn. How close is the guy on the ground to the guy I'm fighting? He is about like 20 feet away. Mm. So if, if, if they're both 20 feet away from each other, if I center Supernova 10 feet in the middle, can I hit both? I mean, you'll hit everyone. Uh, well, like I can, I can aim it now away from me. Like if I put it... Well, how big is the supernova? That, it's a it's a 10-foot radius. Now, the center point. we do also have three boys. Yeah, there's, chairs. there's no way that you can put this this supernova that isn't going to hit someone else. Not even if I can put it up to 20 feet away from me? No, because if you, mm-hmm. if you put the supernova to the right or like away from the one dude, you'll hit some of the people in the chair. And if you put it to the guy who's on the ground, you'll hit Cody and a guy in a chair. Dane's nerfing me with civilians. Can you hit the floating rat, dude? Uh, I, well, he's on the ground now. Yeah, you could hit him solo. Yeah, yeah, the, the guy, boss guy. Oh. Oh, he's he can't see him anymore. He disappeared uh, to the back of the I'm going to hold on. I'm going to stay fully attuned, and I'm just going to attack, just in case. Yeah, sorry. You could, if you wanted to, just hit the rat guy, because you could put it slightly, like, you could get him in the, the, the far corner of it. It's all right. I have this ability for like four sessions and haven't been able to use it yet. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Merrick's just going to attack normally. Um, that's going to be a 20 hit. Yep. And Merrick's going to do um, 18 points of damage. Are you doing two attacks or just the one? Yeah, I may as well just do two. I'm not going to take a move action. Well, no, then that would have been a 18 to hit. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah that's still what a hit. Then the next one is a miss. Okay. It is the two bloodletters turn. So the one guy's going to use his move action to get up. And he will, you know what? He's going to use a second move action to take cover behind the chairs, behind the people. Can he move if he's grappled? Oh, is he? St- he's still grappled, isn't he? Yeah. Hmm. He can break through an athletics check equal to the attack roll or by attacking the cable. Um, okay, then he'll draw his, uh, his uh, knife and attempt to cut the cable. Uh, I don't know what I have to roll to hit the cable. I assume like five. Yeah, I rolled a 23. Yeah. All right. Give me some damage. Uh, six points. Of, oh, I guess he does adds his strength too. So that would be uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, hardness of five. So you do seven points of damage and it is unbroken. Okay. Um, yeah. He's just frantically like trying to like cut himself free as he's, uh, as he's scrambling around. It is. Uh, oh, the, the Sharon's going to attack as well. He's going to keep fighting Merrick. That is a 24 KC. Yep. That is 12 points of damage. Okay. I'll probably launch that heal on my turn at that po- at this point. Yeah, Merrick's in rough shape. Okay. Okay. And it is Cody's turn. I guess I'll help Merrick out. Uh, two attacks on this guy. I assume that grapples the guy? I don't know, because, like, he's tied up, right? Like, in the... I guess I can't just leave him grappled. That would be insane. That would be OP. Yeah, because I would say, like, you would have to still hold the gun, because it's like a grappling hook. It's not like a grappling... You know what I mean? Like, he's still attached to you? I guess. Yeah, whatever. Unless you guys want, like, uh, pick one. I say to Merrick. Finish off the one you're fighting, I'll be fine. 
Um, but I guess if I want to keep them grappled anyway, I'd have to maintain it, right? Which means I wouldn't be able to attack because it's yeah. a standard action to maintain. Yes. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm just going to double attack. I'm going to drop the grappler and double attack. Okay. The one beside Merrick. Okay. All right. Uh, first attack is a 25. And the second attack is a 22. Both hit. All right. That is 16 points of damage and 15 points of damage. Uh, how do you finish him? Uh, again, when like him and Merrick are fighting and again, just kind of like coming in from the side with that one, two, just okay. like straight to the head, fucking the sonic damage, probably caving his skull in. Yeah. You see him do like the boxer faint, like his arm just goes up and just fucking like he's he goes from being absolutely fine to just dead. And he hits the ground with a hard thud. And now there is just the the one guy who was trying to cut the cable, but it's now he's now like stepping out of it now that it's loosened. Uh, Merrick, it's your turn. Merrick's going to move up to him. Okay. And he's going to take an attack. And he's like, well, gentlemen, let's talk about this real quick here. You know, we they might not want to make a deal, but we can maybe make a deal. Should we make a deal? Let's make a deal. What's the deal? You have five seconds. Uh, you don't kill me and I, uh, you never see me again. That doesn't sound so great for us. Sweeten the pot. I, um, I will give you this. And he holds out his gun. Uh, can I roll a sense motive on that? And then pulls the trigger. <laughs> um, yeah, you can roll sense motive. Uh, 19. He doesn't want to die. Yeah, he, he, he just wants to, he doesn't want to fight. So Merrick goes to swing down at him right before it's about to hit him. The moat of like his... Solarian blade turns back into its floating moat, and he holds out his hand to take the pistol. Yeah, he's got a he's got a pistol. Get out of here! Can you get us out of this cage? Yep, yep. Oh yeah. Uh, and he runs over to where the cage closes, and he waves like a little like bracelet over it, and it opens up. Uh, and he just he's just fucking gone. He's just hey, running. What? What's your name? Uh, he he's running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I pop my heel real quick? Yeah. Okay. I just want to just want to get that out of the way before. Um, so, really low roll, but uh, I'm gonna f- focus on that wound, that old wound, and I'm gonna do some uh, channel energy, and I probably ain't gonna do it twice because my first one only did se- uh, healed for seven points. And that forty-eight? Yeah, it was two, Whoa. two, two, and a one. Damn. Boy. Now that and doesn't affect stamina, right? No, it's just health. But it will affect the boys in the chairs. Yep. yep, and I'm going to do another one just for funsies. And that's 16. That's way better. Okay, I'm back to max HP. Thank you, Derek. Sweet. It only cost me two uh, resolve points. Who needs that? So, uh, Merrick, before he loses his energy, how far away is that glass booth from where we're standing right now? It's like 40 feet away. Can I move 20 feet closer to it? Sure. Can I make a supernova go off right in front of the window? Yeah. Cool. 60, as like Merrick, like, pe- like the, the, all the, like the red energy that Merrick coats himself with moves through his body, channeling himself between, on like on his finger and his thumb, and Merrick snaps. And yeah. in front of this window, out of nowhere, this eruption of flame happens as a supernova goes off. As it does, the glass is left untouched, but is now scorched. Fucking Uh-oh. safety glass. Um, that was are anticlimactic. You, are you being Mustang right now? Yes, I am. Very Fuck much yeah. so. Fuck yeah. Durham, when you pop your heel... You hear uh, two of the people gasp from underneath those hoods that they're wearing. They're unconscious. Take, I, Merrick starts ripping hoods off. <sighs> yeah. So the first one on the left is very clearly dead. Once you take the 
the hood off, you see that they had a pretty bad head wound that they have succumbed to. Um, the one in the middle is a blonde human who has like a pretty serious scar that runs from pretty much the top of her head all the way down to the left side of her lip. And uh, she is currently coming to as well. And then the guy with the uh, silver suit, you pull that off and it's a male Lashunta. And uh, he, one of his uh, one of the, the, the lenses from his sunglasses is out and the other one is cracked. But he is also uh, regaining consciousness as well. Well, they're getting ready. Should we take 10 minutes instead of at a resolve point? Uh, does it look like we could get into the VIP booth from where we are like no not from where you guys are right now okay i'm assuming he left shortly after all of this i'd leave too if i saw us do this sorry bear let's take 10 minutes if it's doable and like slowly get these guys out of the chairs and stuff like that yeah i will say that they are also going to take 10 minutes to recover their stamina points um So I will say the the act of you guys sort of like untying and and checking up and and doing all that and getting them like out of their binds is you guys taking your 10 minutes to to restore stamina. Uh, Once we're like everyone's a little bit sorted. Are you guys okay? The blonde spits a big glob of blood and she says, I haven't eaten. And more importantly, I haven't had a drink in three days. You ever have a boozy milkshake? Oh, we know a great place in the bazaar. in, In the bazaar? Oh, fucking love it i love them i it's i i would actually i know you guys just saved me but i would kill you guys for one right now it's all right first first round's on me silver suit how you doing he is looking at his sunglasses and he looks really sad and he tosses them aside and he extends a hand and he says my name is rondalus drin great name uh mara nice to meet you i'm glad you're all right we sort of figured out there was something going on with the man, the degenerate, this this asshole that kick got kicked out of the bar. It was, it was all an act. Yes, I, I would say that you are correct. I, I've put those pieces together now as well. Uh, Voltaire sent you? No, actually. Um, we just, good Samaritans, uh, fan of Voltaire's clubs, saw that there was something going down. It became way more than we expected. Uh, they look at each other for a second and they're like, Oh, hold on. So you, Voltaire didn't send you and you just kind of did this of your own accord? Yeah. Huh. Is that so hard to believe in this place? The answer to that would be yes. Yeah. The woman pulls out her phone and she begins tapping on it. And she's like, I don't have service down here. Can we, can we get out of here? This place yeah. kind of sucks. Can we get a drink? <laughs> and sorry, what's your name? I'm Ava Lynn. You can, you can call me Ava. Nice to meet you. Is there anywhere with boozy milkshakes on the drip? Uh, yeah, is there any boozy milkshakes on the strip? No, unfortunately, not exactly the the drip style. I know an incredible bar called Escape from Malibu. One of the best on the drip. Uh, she cocks her head and she says, I know Mission to Malibu. I got shot in the face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, she pats you on the back and she says, I get it. I mix this stuff up. It's part of the Escape from Dublin quadrilogy. <laughs> Quadrilogy. So Merrick's fear and what Cody just said is them seeing Jenny up here. Like, I just want to get Jenny involved that she's still a mission to Malibu yeah. with Voltaire. So I'm trying to figure out a way to to get that across. Cody just promised uh, Mikhail that he would <laughs> promote the club. I don't think them seeing her is so bad because I mean, okay. she, she like her on the drip wouldn't be weird. 
You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to let's go to Mission to Malibu or whatever it's called. Uh, now that Cody's kind of fucked up in my head. Yeah. You see Ava take a step, and she's like, "Hmm. Yep. Ooh, that's. I'm pretty sure my ankle's broken." And uh, Rondalis, uh walks over and puts gets you know underneath her and and gives her a hand, and they begin uh, leaving the the arena. And unless you guys want to do anything here, um, they are. They're going to leave the sewers. I assume there's nothing worth looting, taking, etc. Uh, no, there doesn't. There's nothing really to like look at, really. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I no. figured it was just the the VIP section, which we can't get into. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Let's just get these guys out of here. Cool. Yeah, they uh, they're like about twenty feet ahead of you guys, and they seem to be talking about something. And what about your friend? Uh, they look at you and say, what are you talking about? The third guy here. Oh, he's, yeah, he's dead. I, you don't want to take the body or anything that he has or just leave him here? What would I, what would we do with the body? Cody just shrugs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'm not exactly going to step out into the drip hauling a dead body. Okay. Do you know their name? Nope. Cody just kind of like pats the corpse and leaves. (laughs) So yeah, they they're like ahead of you guys as you guys are leaving and are are discussing something. And once they get to the elevator, it shoots them up first and then it comes back down and uh, gets you guys back up to the drip. And they meet you at the front of the alley and they say, as much as we would love to grab a drink with you right now, I feel like we do. We kind of have to report back to Voltaire. Merrick, Duran, Cody. You can do us a favor and let Voltaire know who helped you out today. We're new to this neighborhood, so we want to, you know, advance, if you know what I mean. They smile and don't say anything as they turn around and get into their car. And the second they close their door, all three of your bracelets go bloodoom and turn gold. And then all three of your devices ping and it says, would love to meet you. V. We did it, boys! Yeah! Oh my god. We've accomplished so much in six hours. Uh, Cody wants to immediately find that patch guard. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Should should we go to meet should we, v? We, should, we should go to Mission of Malibu real quick. I don't feel like we have enough information. We don't even know where to meet him. Is there an address on the bracelet? You hear bling, and all three of your messages, or all three of your devices go off again, and you have an address. I think this means we can Get up to the seat. Yeah. I don't know if it's that far. It's well, isn't the seat the third level or my yeah. myth? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This the seat is in the dome. You are you now have permission to get to the, the dome. Level. The dome. Holy okay. shit. All right. We may as well just go. Should we wear the outfits we're currently wearing? We need to ask about I would like to know what the etiquette is for the dome. The uh once again the your devices ping and it says something will be waiting for you. I pull out the napkin that we've been scrawling on multiple times and in the tiny margin left say he listening question mark and show the others. Let's just go. Right, let's can't go. keep waiting. Yeah. Made it to the top boys in 48 hours. Yeah. Very good. Um, you guys make it to <laughs> the he elevator. He said that in such a pandering way. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Guys. Very good guys. Now it just gets even harder, says Dave. Where there's two bears with three Gatling guns between them. <laughs> you guys head back towards the, the central elevator shaft. And wouldn't you know it? Oh, it's that guy. There's a Patra guard 
standing there and he sees the three of you and he has like a smile on his face as you approach. Well, Cody's waving very like exuberantly from the second he sees him. Uh, he waves back. Hi, friend. We're we're having the wildest day. I bet you guys are. He looks down at your bracelet. And he says, going up. We certainly are. Yes. Excellent. And he presses the button to the elevator and he just sort of like awkwardly does that sort of like, you know, heel to, to toe sort of like wait. And he says, so what are you looking forward to doing in the dome? Making more friends. By the way, what's your name? You never told me last time. Uh, he looks at you and he says, Jakul, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I fist bump him. <laughs> and it was a uh, Cody Merrick Duran, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. He says, fantastic. Great. Um, and the elevator bings behind you. And he says, after you. <laughs> Niall's suspicious, but Cody is not. <laughs> he gets right in. Merrick gets in as well. Yeah, might as well just get in. And he presses the dome and he says, oh, looks like we have some joiners. And he holds out his hand to stop the door from closing. As you see uh, four Surth security uh, personnel get in the Excuse elevator. Me? with you they all sort of push past you so that there's two behind you <laughs> and then there's two in front of you and the patrick guard is in the middle and he just looks at you guys and he's just smiling why is surf after us what the fuck do we do here <laughs> and as the door closed his smile widens <laughs>